Welcome to the Search for Wellness podcast, where we embark on inspiring conversations to explore the many facets of health and well-being. I'm your host, Pooja, a certified fitness instructor, the co-owner of Beyond Body Fitness Studios. I'm also a qualified health coach, breath coach, and proud to say, a cancer coach. My personal journey towards wellness took a profound turn when I faced a cancer diagnosis two years ago. Despite leading a relatively healthy lifestyle, I realized that my understanding of well-being was limited at that time. This unexpected challenge ignited my quest for knowledge and a deep desire to restore balance and harmony into my body and life. Now, I'm here to share the wisdom and insights I've gained because what's the point of all this knowledge if I can't share it? In today's fast-paced and stressful world, prioritizing our physical, mental, and emotional well-being is more critical than ever. This podcast aims to delve into a wide range of wellness aspects from longevity, fitness, and supplements, to alternative practices like homeopathy, acupuncture, and sound therapy, as well as nutrition, diet, and innovative therapies. Through this platform, I'm committed to helping you make simple and sustainable changes that seamlessly fit into your daily life, empowering you to live a happy, healthy, and fulfilling life. Let's embark on this inspiring journey together and meet our special guest today. All right, introducing Aisha, our guest today, Aisha Eagle, the visionary CEO and founder of Revive Kenya, a trailblazing preventative healthcare practitioner and accomplished nutritionist pursuing a master's in clinical nutrition. Aisha embodies expertise and dedications. At the helm of Revive, a global leader in preventative health and precision nutrition. She spearheads a new era of healthcare. From a singular Miami clinic in 2013 to a worldwide brand today, Revive offers safe and nutritionally effective IV drips therapies and vitamin boost shots, making precision nutrition universally understandable and accessible. Elevate your well-being with Revive, where health meets innovation. Welcome, Aisha. Thank you so much. Um, When we say it elevates um, nutrition, and it's so beneficial to so many people. I am one of those people, many people, Mm -hmm. I'm sure, but I am one of those people who definitely benefits from um, what you provide, the service that you provide. Revive has helped me in many ways. After everything that I went to and then uh, through, and then I went to Arcadia, I went to the clinic in Germany. And uh, I was given IVs there constantly, like for the two weeks, the first time I went there, Every single day I was mm-hmm. cannulated and I was given IVs, I was cannulated and I was given IVs. And I didn't really quite understand the benefits mm-hmm. and the whole point of having an IV until I went there. And then when I saw how I felt, more than, more than even what it did, the way I felt made me realize how important it is to have these IVs in, um, in your life. And it's not just because I had cancer, I needed to have the IVs. It's not necessary that you need to have a diagnosis to have these IVs. This is something that 
has been brought and embodied into um, into lifestyles mm -hmm. changes now yeah. into preventative medicine now um, and then I remember I came back and I was desperately looking for somebody to give me some form of similar IVs here yeah. in Kenya and then lo and behold I googled and I found Revive and honestly it was amazing finding you finding somebody who comes home mm -hmm. and does exactly the same thing that I was getting in Germany so that now I don't even need to travel I don't need to go anywhere I can just have my IVs here in Nairobi at my home in the comfort of my home so thank you so much for You're being here welcome. Aisha yeah. um, I had no idea that you were um, an, embo an, an embodiment of so many uh, practices and that you are studying clinical nutrition um, please just feel free that the stage is yours uh, mm -hmm. introduce yourself whatever you feel like saying yeah first of all thank you so much um, yeah so the journey definitely to revive was a bit of a I was at a crossroad somewhat and I was like looking for I, I had a criminology and a, and a psychology degree from uni and I was looking now as at a crossroad and looking for something to do we came across I met a business partner at that time and we came across IVs but in terms of a beauty because it was a fad at that time all the celebrities mm. were doing it um there was yeah supermodels were doing it it was more like a lifestyle but people thought it was more just beauty so I didn't even understand the health and wellness until possibly now I started getting sick and I and I, and, um, I think it was around 2019 when um, I was in the UK, we came across uh, the IVs, I had a business partner, then we started it, but that business collapsed and it was a drip IV setting, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't health and wellness based. So between that period, I was collapsing with high fevers and going to the hospital. Uh, they would say it's, it's like anti, uh, so sorry, viral infections, high fevers, um, high, high, uh, sorry, they were not able to bring my fevers down, but they were also not able to treat me with antibiotics. So it was just during then, then now I started doing more tests and more tests. And then a, a doctor ended up looking at my joints and said, your joints are getting deformed. So you have rheumatism, mm. uh, which is also another autoimmune. Yeah. So then after that, then if I not have the uh, lupus, SLE. So it was, um, and then now I started now researching how I can treat, like, how do you bring inflammation down? Because I was on steroids, I was um, taking also other medication to counter the steroids because I had hair loss, I had, um, I had pericarditis, which is like water in the heart chambers wow. because of the medication. Mm -hmm. So, and then uh, I would go to the doctors and they would just end up giving me um, something to counter the side effects of mm -hmm. the other like constantly and then it had yeah I, had, I was also nexium every day because of all the acidity yeah so i think my kidneys and my liver were just first of all too overwhelmed then just before covid i like contacted revive and i was very interested i had already researched and learned about preventative healthcare, but uh, i wasn't able to even be confident enough to know that because when you hear about diagnosis you're told you have to take medication for the rest of your life it's uh, autoimmune is not curable um, it wasn't only until I met you that you helped me get off medication. <laughs> it's so crazy. I know. Because I'm coming to give you vitamins and I'm taking vitamins. And I didn't know the medication was kind of counterproductive to my mm -hmm. absorption even of the vitamins. Yeah. So it was like detoxifying my system and toxifying it at the, at same, the same time. time. And you were like, 
get off medication. I was like, okay, okay. I was a bit scared, but I was like, she's so brave. Like, you know, for someone to have cancer and to be able to be brave enough to say, I'm going to fight it this way. Like, it's so... I think it's kind of unheard of for people because mm. immediately you get it, you run to the doctors and or you, you run to chemo, radiation or whatever or not they're going to give you, you know, to kind of think that you, that's the way to save your life. But for someone to be that courageous and I was like, okay, then I'm going to start weaning off. I think it was like 2021. Yeah. When I met yeah. you. Yeah. It's around 2021. And I was like, okay, now I have to get off medication. And that's how now. I got off medication and I noticed, okay, the vitamins were like so life-changing for me. I was absorbing them better. And also like the gut, we spoke about the, the gut and you were like, it's the second brain, you know, you have to be very careful. And that really honestly changed my perspective myself on how to heal. Because um, I, I was taking the vitamins, but I was also very fearful um, yeah. of, of like... I remember one day I was unable to go to the bathroom and I was just like, my kidneys are not working, you know, and I didn't know what to do. Like it was so just being able to stop medication and now it has been amazing. Yeah, my life has changed so much. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> You're welcome, my dear. Yeah. No, it's so funny because um, I still remember when you did come over and uh, and you would see me listening to these these podcasts mm -hmm. and listening to these people and listening to these modules and all of this online and then we would start chatting in between while I was having the um, IV and I'd start telling you about my journey and then you opened up and you started telling me that you've been diagnosed with lupus and uh, and all of that and then um, and I know it took a couple of back and forths to mm -hmm. convince you to stop the yes. medication but I'm so glad that you did and then you did a full 360 basically mm -hmm. you stopped the medication and even though you were taking the IVs while you were taking the medications, the IVs were not necessarily working at that time because obviously the medication was masking all of that. Mm -hmm. And then the minute you stopped the medications, the IVs started showing their, yes. their, their amazing productivity yeah. um, in the body and, uh, and, and reducing the inflammation in the body because everything is driven by inflammation. Mm. And obviously inflammation is a good thing. Mm -hmm. However, chronic inflammation is the worst thing you can have because then your body is chronically inflamed. Your your um, all your organs are chronically working 24 7 to try and suppress the inflammation but it's sending you inflammation is the sign that the body is sending you signals mm -hmm. that i'm not good i'm not well i'm not regulating um and then the minute you top, stop taking the medications and you realize that mm -hmm. oh wow i could reverse my own lupus just by stopping the medications is just so amazing and obviously i have to give you credit for for taking the guts to do that because again you know it's very fear driven mm -hmm. and everyone is you know bombarded with this fear if you don't mm -hmm. take the medication then things are going to get worse mm -hmm. and you're going to not feel better you're going to feel worse um, so that bravery is also highly commendable. Yeah. So well done for that. Um, no, it's so nice um, that you're sharing your health journey and that you're so open about it. Um, I wanted to ask you, what, what specific modalities did you use to help heal yourself? Um, I possibly did a lifestyle change. So first, um, my relationship with food had to change. Mm -hmm. And also that's also something we discussed and you yeah. told me about also. Um, we've had yeah, so many conversations about food and um, it was now food, lifestyle, uh, I've reduced my stress, I had to think about 
you know how we um, approach things in our lives how my approach to things has completely also changed you know um, and you know like uh, we're so selfless sometimes I think um, and then you end up carrying so much you know emotionally and so you always think about things and you're and I just detoxified a lot of even people in my life like I had to realize what I was doing to harm myself, how I am, I am, a, I am, I participate in my suffering mm. and um, I just stopped participating <laughs> and then yeah so it's lifestyle, food, I stopped the medication, also vitamins, I was taking them sometimes twice a week just to bring um, the high doses of vitamin C, um, the Bs, yeah, trace minerals just to help me keep going and to obviously help uh, bring my um, inflammation down celery juicing that yeah. helped immensely yeah juicing yeah yeah uh, that's another thing we also discussed yeah the, the drinking of the juicing and the celery um i would say yes uh i did apply those yeah you know it's so funny because um when you speak about juicing people and and, and i've mentioned this before actually mm -hmm. is that People believe, oh, well, then you're removing most of the nutrients from the juice, mm -hmm. uh, from the vegetable that you're, or the fruit that you're uh, juicing. But the thing is that if you are juicing the right way, you're actually gaining more than you're losing. Yes. Because then you, it's, 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 it's helping the digestive system a little bit better, move a little bit faster into the body so it gets to the intestine quicker. Mm -hmm. So the absorption of the juice and the nutrients from the juice is beneficial for the mm -hmm. body. It's a lot more beneficial for the body when you do it that way. Um, and when it comes to diet, I think with diet, the changes that uh, we make, we don't realize that our food is our medicine. Mm -hmm. And unless and until we don't look at food as medicine, we will never believe that it is our medicine. Mm -hmm. So the minute you start believing that food is your medicine yeah. and you start looking and understanding food as your medicine, you will start eating the right way. You mm -hmm. will always be very thoughtful about every single bite you take, every single thing you eat, you will be so thoughtful about it. And it's so important to have that sort of thinking and that sort of mindset in um, in the body and that sort of awareness yes. um, to create health, right? Um, something like lupus, obviously it's not something that happened to you overnight. Yeah. It was a buildup, right? Mm -hmm. it was a, but then how long did you go undiagnosed? Possibly the first time I ever saw my joints like being affected, I was really young. I was like a teenager wow. when I first, and throughout my life I've had like break, breakouts, flare-ups, I've noticed. And you know the thing is sometimes even chronic illness, it changes the way you look. Like I noticed my face looked different because I have lymph, swollen lymph nodes um, and glands. Yeah. So my, um, with, with lupus, it kind of distorts your face sometimes, you start looking different. And it was only until like I started now seeing other people talking about it and I noticed, okay, yeah, yeah, you know, you, and I noticed throughout the years that I would get sick. And sometimes also some illnesses are so invisible. People, uh, unless they see you suffering, they don't believe that you have, and a lot of people who have autoimmune and possibly even cancer say that they're not seen, you know, mm -hmm. like yeah, nobody understands what's going on with you until maybe they see you like completely like bedridden or yeah yeah so it was it went on for about 10 15 years i think wow and then yeah and it just ended up me being co collapsing all the time for me to kind of now and uh, one doctor actually and 
actually lupus most autoimmunes are are and go undiagnosed um, for wow. long years so imagine you're suffering in silence yeah and you all those years yeah. And then obviously when you speak to people about it and you share it, they're like, oh, it's in your head. Mm -hmm. uh, you're just creating these problems. Yeah. Oh, she's a hypochondriac, yeah. right? That's one of the, the, the yeah. statements that we get to do, mm -hmm. you know, snap out of it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But like I didn't, I didn't ask. I didn't choose to be in this situation. situation. I didn't choose to be diagnosed with this. And then when you do get the diagnosis, obviously it's heartbreaking. But in one sense, it's also a relief because at least you know what you have now. Yes. And at least now you can say, okay, fine. I know what I have. Um, and these are the steps I need to take in order to mm. heal from it. Um, maybe the choices you make initially are fear-driven, mm -hmm. but then the journey and the enlightenment and all the understanding through it is what, you know, what, what it's all about. Absolutely. Um, and you know what's so interesting is that when you're talking about uh, toxic things in life, people are also toxic, right? They're toxic yes. people in your lives and you have to also learn to detox not only your body, and I completely forgot about it, but I've just remembered not only your body, not only your house, not only all of that, but also the certain people in yeah. your lives you need to cut out because you know that this person is toxic for me, their frequency doesn't match me, mm -hmm. they never believed me when I was suffering. Yes. And just because I wasn't bedridden doesn't mean I was not suffering, right? Yeah. Um, obviously, obviously, with cancer, people relate cancer to people who are bald, who've lost their hair. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, but you, your cancer must not have been that bad then since you didn't lose your yeah. hair. However, most people don't understand um, that the, the cancer is not what makes you lose your hair. It's the chemo. It's the mm. drugs that make you lose your hair. It's Absolutely. the treatment that makes you lose your hair. It's the standard care of treatment mm -hmm. that makes you lose your hair. It's not the cancer that makes you lose your hair. And not everyone, especially now, and, uh, goes through chemo. And not everyone wants to go through chemo yeah. also or chooses to go through chemo. Um, so what do you consider healing? Is it like uh, for you, is it, was it like a process or was it like a journey? How would you explain the journey of how you got to where you are today with your healing? I think it's a journey. Yeah. Because um, with any chronic illness, um, the chances of it always, for example, if you're in remission or you're cancer free, um, the chances of it maybe popping up again in your lifetime is also is, is quite high sometimes. So for me, it's a journey, it's a lifestyle change. And um, sometimes it, I, you wish that we were taught these when we were very young mm. to understand, you know, like what we could have done, like how, how to have better relations with food, with people, not to be, yeah, not to be empaths or not to be, there's just so much to learn that, that, that sometimes even I wish the schooling system would teach mm. our children, you know, like uh, it's so important like for ch children even to understand how to have relations with people mm. and and i think it affects because uh, most of these illnesses also are caused by stress sometimes you know <laughs> so it's just um it's a journey and it's a we're constantly learning um i never had a doctor tell me that i could just take supplements and i'll be fine i never had a doctor tell me that i could survive without medication like i had to meet you for you to tell me and like just shows how profound knowledge can come like and wisdom and the fact that this can actually work and and the people can have hope in in other methods and can live a happy healthy life you know and thrive so um, i think for me it's a journey it's um, making the right decision every day yeah 
choosing yourself also every day. So, yeah. You know, we spoke about that empath the mm -hmm. other day also, didn't we? Yeah. When I had my IV. Um, and I didn't even realize that. Just, just explain what empath means. I think maybe explained in like a layman's terms. Um, yeah. I would say it's like some just somebody who probably is is able to feel and relate to other people's uh, problems, pain, and um, so somebody who's constantly feeling like that empathy and sympathy, and you know, whenever anyone's going through, it doesn't matter who they are, what religion they come from, uh, what color of skin or ethnicity. It's just to everyone. It's to you. you. You are like that to everyone. It's not. It's not selective. Hmm. So an empath, yeah. So that's how I would explain it. Um, yeah. And then obviously there's the pro and con of being an empath. Yes. Being an empath is a good thing. But however, when you are an empath, which we both both believe we both are, mm -hmm. is you end up absorbing that that mm. that energy from that person. So you end up you know, feeling so bad for them that you absorb some of that energy and it's that learning how to say no yes. and create that boundary. And I always feel like it's always the good people who get sick, right? It's because we never learned how to say no. We no. never learned how to say, okay, enough. Um, I've done too much today. I need to rest. Mm. I need my me time. Um, and you know what you were saying earlier, which makes so much sense that I wish that as kids we were taught in school mm -hmm. about these things, right? Yeah. I wish in kids, you know, the kids were taught the fundamentals of food being their medicine, mm -hmm. of not having, you know, of, of, of not getting so stressed and so worked up about your grades, about your, um, you know, your performance, about all of that stuff Absolutely. and not giving so much importance to that, to spend mm -hmm. time alone in a quiet place, in nature, yeah. to reconnect with the real you. I do that with my kids all the time. So mm -hmm. I'm always like, my kids know that, I mean, till even my five-year-olds will be like, mommy, is this healthy? Can I eat this? Oh, wow. oh is that toxic? Is that non-toxic nail polish? Like every single thing, like, and I'm doing that to my kids. And the reason I'm doing it is because no one else is. No one else is going to tell them all of this. No Absolutely. one else is going to share this. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it is important and it's my duty to do it if no one else is going yeah. to do it. But I hope that, um, and my hope and my will is that in the future, some of these the modalities will be added into the curriculums yeah. in school and also the food that they're served in school will be a little bit more nutritious and mm -hmm. nourishing and a little bit more thought out, yeah. I guess. Um, that is also something that's really important. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the IVs. So what kind of IVs do you guys offer at Revive? Um, so... Uh, Revive have their own signature IVs, so mm -hmm. each IV covers um, like uh, different things and different lifestyles, and people can choose between which one they want, like to support them at that at that moment. We have like anti-inflammatory IVs, health and wellness, um, detoxifying IVs. People like uh, also for like people who work out, performance, um, stabilizing your mood, appetite, and um, yeah, regulate your weight also mm -hmm. to make sure like everything is going well. So we have such a wide variety and I think we're also starting now personalized nutrition mm -hmm. where like um, people are able to come and kind of pick what they feel they need based on their tests or what they need at that time or what like also works with their body because we do we do actually do genetic testing okay. where it can be able to see um, if you have any predispositions to any illnesses and also what kind of vitamins and supplements are good for your body and what like your body really needs to thrive yeah 
And these these genetic testings are they done locally or are they sent abroad? They're sent to I think it's Switzerland. There's like six um, clinics worldwide that do the testing, and Revive I think owns one of them. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, and it's a blood test. No, it's um, we just do a swab from your your mouth. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah. Um, and so, like, let's say, how do you how do you assess who needs what kind of a um, an IV? So usually people come in. Mm -hmm. um, because of the uh, vitamins being water soluble, uh, your body takes what it needs and flushes out the rest. So you can never have an overload with mm. revived supplements. But usually people come in and kind of tell us what they're going through, we do kind of consultation. This is what I'm experiencing or this is what I need. And then we choose an IV specific to how they feel. And then maybe some next time they'll want something else and then they choose. So it's more like we give them a list of things and now we're actually starting to list them. Mm -hmm. um, the key nutrients especially in all of them and then you can kind of pick and choose which one you think works for you or how you're feeling some people are feeling like tired or fatigued or you know some also mental health because it does mm. help with your mood it stabilizes your mood mm. yeah like you a just, mood booster. yeah you have less anxiety you're more calmer you have um less uh, you have more mental clarity mm -hmm. yeah so interesting you say that um and what about the um you do some boosters, right? Some injections? Yes. What, which ones do you do? We, currently we do coenzyme Q10, um, we do methylated B12, we do, we're starting with a super B, which okay. is the B complexes, um, and um, we are actually going to bring biotin, vitamin D, we're just waiting for them to be rolled out globally and then we can start here. Yeah, because you know nobody else does vitamin D injections in Kenya. Yeah. I get mine from, from Germany. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, and what, what is Q10? Coenzyme Q10 now is an enzyme and it's, um, it's so good because it really helps your performance and it's mm. good for your cardiovascular health, but it's also anti-aging. You really just feel, with Coenzyme Q10, you're, I think one of my clients was telling me that um, her workspace is so uh, hectic and she's able to deal with it in such a way, like she cannot believe her performance levels with CoQ10. Wow. And yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. Now people are starting to research and find out what coenzyme Q10 is. And how often can you take the coenzyme Q10? Um, people usually sometimes take it maybe once a month or twice a month and then build it up and then kind of do a maintenance. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I do take a coenzyme 10, uh, CoQ10 uh, supplement, mm -hmm. but I'm just debating maybe I should just take the injection instead. It might be beneficial for me. Uh, okay. I will check with my functional medical practitioner on that, but um, no, that would be really good. Um, and really interested in knowing more about these vitamins. Um, um, so uh, tell me a little bit more about the, uh, the, the vitamin boosters. I'm quite interested in uh, the vitamin C Mm -hmm. And uh, also glutathione. I mean, I know glutathione is one of those very important um, enzymes that is created by the liver. Uh, so please just share a little bit more details into that. Yes. So um, we do. Yeah, we do a vitamin C booster. So for anyone maybe who doesn't want to get the IV, you can get a vitamin C. Um, it's um, it's really good for collagen, and it's just overall just very good for your immunity. Um, the glutathione now is just. It's like the master antioxidant. Isn't yeah. it? It's amazing. It, um, it uh, detoxifies the vital organs, um, gets rid of oxidative stress and free radicals, and it helps heal the cells. That's what I like about it. Mm -hmm. 
it heals the cells. Everything that is damp, it just heals the body from within. And I think there's a misconception about glutathione where people um, believe that it's a you know lightening product and people sometimes use it for lightening. It, there's protocols for people, uh, the clinics would do it for lightening. But um, with Revive, all our products are naturally produced and made in their own compounding pharmacy. So for us, it's more like you use it for healing and you use it to do, it's it's actually what's already produced your by your body. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like boosting the body with some, with the same thing that it's already producing. Mm-hmm. Or it's almost like reminding the body, hey, do you remember this thing that you yes. used to produce? Let's start producing it again, right? Just yeah. to like jumpstart the system, right? Absolutely. I noticed such a big difference in my skin because um, with autoimmune, it really messes up. Your skin becomes very dry, dull, and it ages your skin. And I just noticed how my skin changed. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it really helped me. Yeah, it, it, just, it just heals everything from within. I think, and that's the most important thing to learn about all of this, is the fact that you need to heal the inside to look good. Everyone thinks that we're going to put all these topical things on ourselves and we're going to look great, but... And you're right. You're absolutely right. You know, everyone tells me, oh, you look like you've even told me this. You look like you've reversed in yeah. age. What are you doing? And uh, and I'm like, well, it's actually I'm doing nothing externally. It's all internally. Mm. That's what I'm doing that is helping me reverse yes. and uh, and work with my um, with my chronological age. Right. Um, and reverse it. Um, no, it's so interesting to know so much about these IVs. So you guys are located now where in Village Market in Village Market, uh, yeah, right? The new wing. In the new wing. Yeah. So anyone can just walk in and get an IV. Yes. Anytime they just walk in or they make a booking. Or they make yeah. a booking and they can kind of get. Okay. How often do you see somebody diagnosed with cancer or an autoimmune walk in through your doors? <laughs> it's honestly, especially now after COVID, it's so common. It's And it's really sad because sometimes we really have to turn people away. Um, but cancer is in such a high rise and I don't know if it's being diagnosed late actually I'm, I'm, I'm not sure but like it's it's quite often that you get calls sometimes I even tell them I call you know my puja I have these people and I don't know how to, what to do <laughs> you know and um, I just tell them I, I need you to talk to puja you know there's hope there's hope like I don't want you to lose hope <laughs> It's not, it's, you know, sometimes you just don't know what to do, isn't it? Yeah, because I think once they learn the news, they, um, it causes so much damage, isn't it? Yeah, so it's like you lose hope and you see people have already given up. Yeah. And sometimes you see people who have not been told to change their diet, mm. which is concerning. Um, so it's, 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 uh, it's quite sad. I, I, I really hope that there's a change in, in the healthcare system. Mm. Uh, where it, it doesn't have to be so reactive after you get ill, after mm. you get diagnosed, or after you're in like stage three, four, that that you get assistance, or because um, there has to be a method in the healthcare system where now people are healing their bodies before they get sick. Exactly, preventative measures. Yeah. Prevention is better than cure, mm-hmm. right? In any case, prevention is better than cure. Um, but it is sad and it's really heartbreaking that. Uh, they, they come to you, they come to see you because they're like, okay, maybe she can help me. Maybe she's mm-hmm. my last resort. And I know many occasions you have called me and you were like, 
can you help these people? And I have, I have tried, definitely tried to help people yeah, as much absolutely. as I can and guide them as much as I can. But at the end of the day, you have to do the work yourself. Like even with you, even with your lupus, even mm -hmm. with your journey, you needed to do the work yourself. I can yeah. guide you as much as I, uh, only to a limit. It's mm -hmm. like you say, um, you can take the horse to the water, but you can never force it to drink. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and you're right. You know, when it comes to the fact that uh, your doctor is not even telling you to change your diet. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I believe it was you who mentioned that you have like, a, you know, a cancer patient come and then they're like, yeah, gobbling down sugar. It's happened so many times and um, I'm quite shocked. Yeah, even with autoimmune, they're just drinking sugar, dairy, wheat. Yeah. They're on medication, they're not changing their diet. And it's, yeah. I think the medical system needs to change. It needs to, they need to change the way they train doctors. They, they would need to change the way they teach these nurses, these doctors, these nutritionists need to be part of the package. You know, being a nutritionist, being a health coach, being a functional medical practitioner, Absolutely. that should be part of the package, that should be part of the credentials so that we can change the system. This whole system needs to be changed mm. so that People need to understand food is your medicine yes. and food is there to heal you as long as you look at it like it is healing you mm -hmm. um, and understand it like it's healing you. It's, just, it's quite heartbreaking and honestly, it's really sad um, that it has come to this, yeah. right? It is. Yeah. Oh. Um, so where do you see the future of medicine? Hmm. Honestly, I hope it can go this preventative uh, way. I really do hope it can get into a way where people are possibly have more hope mm -hmm. about healing and um, where there's also results, mm -hmm. um, where they're not just pumping themselves with medication. And um, you know, I when I when I actually started studying, just realizing the fact that. Um, even like type two diabetes and you know hypertension are all just linked to food, mm -hmm. and these are also arise. And just the fact that people can be aware of this, because when you do end up telling someone who has a chronic illness all these things, they get shocked. You know, they tell you, "I'm not taking any sugar, but but you you know, but like, do you take wheat? Do you take dairy?" And they say yes, and I'm like, "Those are your culprits," you know. Mm. Um, so it's just, I don't know, yeah, I, I hope it can take that way. It's going to take a long time. Thank God there's like revive and I'm sure there's other people, like you said, Ar is it Arcadia? Yeah, yeah, the clinic in Germany. Yes, yeah. yeah. So um, I really do hope it is, it's like you, you open your eyes, you know, you're in a tunnel and there's light when you actually learn how, or, like obviously there's IVs and I'm sure there's such a, so, so many other uh, preventative health measures, but also other methods of healing your body, uh, like with with IVs also. But like, um, there's so many other methods of healing the body. Yeah. With it, rather than just medication, these should be tools, but uh, not to just cover the symptoms because they don't actually heal the source of the problem. No, exactly. Yeah. They just mask the symptom. Yeah. While creating another problem in the body, um, <laughs> yeah. and not even properly healing the first one. Mm -hmm. And then what ends up happening is you end up taking another medication to try and mask that symptom mm -hmm. that brings up another problem in the body. And then you end up taking, and before you know it, you'll be on 20 medications. That's actually what happened to me. <laughs> I, my doctor was my drug dealer. It was just, <laughs> I would just take so much medication, like it was terrible. 
Yeah. Imagine that's how life, what, what life has come mm. to, right? That we are being bombarded by taking one medication after another. How many medications were you on? Uh, initially, I was on steroids three times a day, uh, two different steroids. Then I was on injections every six weeks. Um, then after that, I was on two other forms of steroids, a non-steroid anti-inflammatory uh, medication. Mm -hmm. So. It was terrible. Uh, yeah, I had lost my hair. And then they gave me folic acid, which wasn't even working. Wow. Yeah. So it was it, it was bad. And I think I was so swollen all the time. I was so big and swollen. I remember. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And I had edema yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wasn't able to release water. Wow. Yeah. So I was constantly swollen. Yeah. And I remember, I think at one point you had reached your like peak point. You're like... Do you make or break, right? I was so sick. In fact, I think I think there's a time uh, Fasha didn't want to tell you, and I was so sick I couldn't even get out of bed. Yeah, yeah, it was it was bad. Yeah. yeah, but I'm so happy that you made the changes. Yes, and because you made those changes, look at you today. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm happy for both of us. Uh, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> from where we started and where we are. It's I know. Good, yeah. And I, and, and, and I think that these type of inspirational um, talks and these type of inspirational people come together, right? I mean, mm -hmm. we're supposed to, the universe guided us to meet yeah, through Revive, through the IVs and meet and understand each other's journeys. And I'm hoping that with this, we will also inspire other people who are in the similar similar situation to realize that, you know what, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Also, it's really important to know not to suffer in silence. Mm -hmm. A lot of the time, because you feel embarrassed, you feel ashamed, because you feel like people tell you it's in your head and all of that, you feel like you just have to get on with things mm -hmm. and get on with life and just move on and just like, oh, snap out of it, come on, right? But just to know that you're not alone and that there are people out there suffering too. Um, and that have actually managed to heal themselves and mm. come out the other way. So there is hope, yes. right? There is light at the end of the, the tunnel. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's such an amazing feeling. Um, anything you would like to ask me? Yes, um, I would like to ask you, um, how are you now going to embark on the journey of, you've since you've helped me so much? Because I think that with all the wisdom that you probably have, um, it's just, I think it, it would just be amazing to just share. Yeah. Because I think I would not have gotten off medication if I hadn't met someone who was doing it in such a, you know, in an extreme situation. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just feel like, what are you, what are you going to embark on? What's your journey like now? So I think my, my aim and my plan for 2024 is obviously to, get as many people to sit down and listen to this podcast to mm -hmm. hear all these amazing inspirational people like mm -hmm. you and all the other people that have had and i will be having on the podcast share their stories share their journeys mm -hmm. um share their modalities you know share their expertise when it comes to healing and well-being um i definitely want to go into studying a little bit more again mm -hmm. just learn more about the body because i think the body is such an amazing machine that has been created and it's such a, a magnificent magnitude powerful thing however it is still not 100% understood no there is still so much depth in us that we still don't even understand mm -hmm. um, and I just I think I really want to learn more 
Um, I just want to keep helping as much as I can. I just want to open my arms and help as many people as I can, guide as many people as I can and inspire as many people as I can um, through my journey and through the podcast and through the journeys of other people too. Yeah, I think this podcast is just, it's, it's so important, it's so needed. Yeah. I know, it's like I've been obviously contemplating doing this for... Uh, the whole of last year, actually, mm-hmm. I decided in January of 2023, oh, I'm going to start a podcast. And then yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know. Will people listen? Is it too soon? Is Kenya ready? Am I ready? Have I got the confidence? Obviously, self-doubt, all of mm-hmm. that played in. Um, but then I just woke up one morning and said, like, nope, even if I can change one person's life. That's important, yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. So um, I'm really inspired by your journey and I'm so happy that you made it today and that we got to share and talk about all this um, stuff. Um, And I'm just hoping that uh, the future for for health and wellness and the awareness towards it is going to grow better and Mm -hmm. bigger and people tend to understand and see that integrating medicine is going to be so important. Integrating nutrition is going to be so important and for our health and our well-being yeah. and the future of, uh, of the next generation. Yeah, for sure. So, so thank you so much, Aisha. Thank you. <laughs> for coming here today. Yeah. Um, yeah. 